Hey guys, just a quick note, Ronnie and I had to record this podcast remotely, so the audio quality may not be up to our usual standards. We appreciate your guys' patience while we iron out all the kinks. Thanks and hope you enjoy the episode. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Everything Vive. I'm here with Ronnie. Ronnie, how's it going, man? It's going well. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Well, we have a, uh, well, this episode is going to kind of serve as a public service announcement because we just came across a, uh, an article or just, we, well, we came across the information that there is a chance for you to win a free HTC Vive. They're actually giving away three of these bad boys and uh, all you have to do is help them come up with a cool accessory idea. Uh, you, this is your first time hearing about it too, Ronnie, right? Yeah, yeah. No, this this sounds like a great deal. So let's uh, let's get into it and see what's what's required. So, well, it looks like you're just gonna do it through Viveport. If you go to the uh, the community section there, all the design submissions are due by October 30th, by the latest, and I believe the contest will be officially over with winners announced by the seventh. And uh, like I said earlier, you get three. Uh, I'm sorry, the top three ideas will receive a free HTC Vive. And the top idea, or I guess they'll, they'll choose one to actually 3D print. And uh, yeah, your accessory idea will be out and uh, available for everyone to to use with their Vives. So, Dude, that sounds amazing. Especially with the way the tracking works on the Vive, I feel like there's a lot of really great opportunities to come up with some cool stuff. Yes, there, there are definitely some cool opportunities. And actually, we wanted to share with you... Uh, a couple that were compiled already on uh, on an uploadvr.com article. Uh, looks like this one was written by Jamie Feltham. And there were some really interesting ones on here. Some cool ones, but also some really very outside-the-box ones as well. So, uh, yeah, we'll just run through them. It's, uh, the name of the article is Seven Weird and Wonderful HTC Vive Accessory Ideas from the Viveport Community. So starting at number one from Gabe Mann is the Vive hoverboard. Is <laughs> I, this, like the, I like the little graphic with this, with yeah, this guy you, we'll, uh, we'll put surfing. a link to the show notes. Uh, we'll, we'll put a link in the show notes to the article. But uh, yeah, what do you think? I mean, would you use something like this? Is is? I mean, it depends on the game, I guess. Certain games, especially, I, I mean, snowboarding, skateboarding, that kind, that kind of game would be really cool with something like this because... I mean, when you think about how the the tracking of the uh, of the controllers is right now, they're really they create an extension of your hands. Well, having a hoverboard that you know, even though it's not really hovering, having a board that has sensors on it could give the software another reference point potentially to have something you know that you're actually standing on be represented in the game world. I think that that would have some pretty cool. Uh, you know, opportunities in games, I think, to to actually model where your feet are, where you're, you know, based on how the board's moving, the games could probably have a sense of, of, of what you were doing with your feet. So I wonder, I wonder what applications that might be able, uh, you know, to, to implement. Yeah, well, I mean, in the article, they, they, they're talking about a Tony Hawk game. Obviously, if they ever came out with a Tony Hawk VR game, this would be perfect for that. But I'm just wondering, in general... Uh, you know, most VR games, in order to traverse long distances, you're using teleportation now. I wonder if this would be a way for them to <clears throat> maybe not compensate for that, but just another method of movement within within gameplay. 
Uh, not yeah, necessarily I mean, skateboard games, but in, in all types of games, potentially. Yeah, I'm trying to see. It says firm with a bounce. The rubber balance disc raises you two inches off the ground, high enough to ride, but low enough to avoid falls. So I'm, I'm trying to see if that would actually roll. I don't think it does. So, I mean, the one thing in this design, it seems like you would be more stationary, but you would be able to rotate. So I don't know. I'm not exactly sure how that would work per se. But I mean, these are just, this is just like a, a little prototype, I'm sure, just like, you know, mock image. I wonder if, I mean, you wouldn't want it to move that much, obviously, but it might be worthwhile to at least have it roll a tiny bit. I don't know. But I mean, I just think it's cool that having accessories that are other, you know, accessories other than the, the normal Vive controllers have, um, having those be able to be tracked by the sensors. I just think that's cool. That's just a good, um, you know, it's just a good idea to be able to bring other objects into the game space. And if something is, is unique enough, like a, like a board, I think it could, you know, like I was saying before, I think, I think you could have some new types of experiences with something like that, that you're not able to have with the current hardware. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, hopefully Gabe man wins. Cause I'd love to see this in action and see them actually <laughs> implement something like this. And, uh, looks like the rating yep. rating they received was wonderful. So, uh, there you go. Yeah, I don't know. We'll make sure you guys go and upvote that one. Uh, speaking of being able to track things in the virtual reality environment, the next one from Katie Tripixels is a Vive pet collar. And uh, the basic idea behind this is so that you put a little collar around your, your dog or cat or whatever pet you have, or you could put it probably around someone, a person as well, and you'd be able to see them when you're in virtual reality. It's one of those things just to make sure uh, you're not bumping into anything in the real world, which kind of takes you out of the element, takes you out of the full immersiveness, but at the same time may save uh, save your your little animal <laughs> or pet from any type of harm that they shouldn't be uh, shouldn't I mean, be experiencing. I don't, I don't have any pets. I do have a little daughter. If I could <laughs> put this collar on her and uh, and be able to see her kind of crawling around while I'm in VR, um, obviously. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not just you know, I, I'm not just I'm not just sitting here by myself with my my one year old daughter with a VR headset on my head. My wife's here too, but I've definitely been in situations where she's where she's kind of I hear her crawling up on me, and I have to you know turn on the camera to see exactly where she is. It'd be kind of it'd be kind of helpful to just have a have a reference on the sidelines of where people were. And something like that. I mean, not people. This is obviously for cats. <laughs> but <laughs> well, pets in general. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. There, there is some level of practicality to this, and so I think. Um, uh, well, I think I, that's a good idea. I think. I think at the very least, this would be something easy to do. You could literally just have. I mean, this doesn't impact really game experience necessarily. Like something like the the board that we were talking about before. You would have to have developers kind of figure out how to best utilize that. This thing, it would be pretty easy. I mean, as long as you could get the the Vive to recognize the collar as some something, even like a translucent object or something, yeah. I would think it would be kind of... But anyways, I, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, well, it was given a, a rating of weird and wonderful. So uh, definitely some practicality to it. We'll just have to see if there are enough pet owners out there that uh, feel like this is something worthwhile. 
Uh, all right, number three, a haptic feedback case for the controller, and this is from Maxi Gast. Uh, I have to say, I mean, well, the Vive controllers are already pretty good in terms of giving you a nice feel in the game. Uh, this would obviously add a little bit more, you know, I guess a realist, more realistic sense when you're shooting a gun or picking up objects maybe, but I, I don't know. I'm curious. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm reading this and I'm trying to get a grasp of exactly how it would you know, help with the, with the haptic feedback and vibration. It almost sounds like it's some, some kind of a silicon case that goes over the controller. And, you know, in addition to improving your grip on the controller, it sounds like the, the type of silicon would, would help, uh, you know, serve as a medium for the haptic feedback, uh, engines that are already in the controller, the, the little motors. So, I mean, I I can't imagine it making a huge difference, but even if it's even if it helps make it feel just a little bit better, perhaps, and then also you know allows you to have a better grip on the controller. I could see. I mean, there's probably stuff like that kind of already out there in terms of like silicon casings and stuff um, on Amazon that I've seen. But but this, if it can be made out of a material that also enhances the feedback, I could see how that's a good idea. Yeah, I, I might need to actually try before I'm sold on it. But I mean, anything that you know in, increases the the experience for you or or adds to the experience, uh, I would never be against. I, I'm just curious how much further they can they can really improve on that. Uh, yeah, no. As as long as the price is right too. That I mean, too. Like you said, if if it's cheap enough, you might buy buy a couple just to give them a try, and then if you didn't like them, just kind of take them off. If they're expensive and you're not sure, then I could see that, you know, kind of not being a... Not being really worthwhile then. Well, it got a rating of wonderful, so we'll have to see. Um, we'll have to see if that goes through. All right, number four. This is from B-O-L-L, a player tracking camera robot. So this isn't necessarily an accessory that improves overall gameplay or affects gameplay, but... For all of you recording your uh, your actual gameplay out there and posting it on YouTube, and I know there's a bunch of you because I'm always on there. I know Ronnie's on there. We're watching we're watching just the game demos that you guys post up. Uh, this seems like <laughs> it, it would add to the cinematic experience, or so it says, uh, by having a camera that literally follows you around uh, your room scale environment whenever you're moving. Yeah, I like the little pictures of the robots that they have. I was actually thinking if you combine combined the other one that was was uh, you know the the cat tracker or the the pet tracker if you uh, if you put something like that on the robot and you had a little robot following you around in VR that'd be kind of <laughs> that'd be kind of neat that would be well maybe we should just uh, mix up all the ideas from here add them together and create one <laughs> awesome accessory. <laughs> Well, I got a rating yeah. of wonderful, so I mean, I, this might be something because well, we've been trying to do a little bit more gameplay videos, so this might be something cool. It, it reminds me of the uh, those robots in Iron Man that kind of follow him around. And he just tells them what to do. <laughs> that's sure, that's what sure. the prototype online looks like. If you check out the site. <laughs> All right. Well, I got a rating of wonderful. Number five. I I don't know if I can take this one seriously, but it's uh, by Noda Decoy Lighthouse Mounting on a Lamster Body. So it's literally a, uh, I guess, a holder or a placement for the base stations. And it's basically the base station serves as the head and there's just this little cute 
guy that's standing underneath and I don't know, I guess you can put it on a bookshelf, but it doesn't really serve the purpose if you're going to mount it somewhere. Yeah, no, this is definitely, I mean, you'd have to have, like you said, a shelf or something. There's not really a whole lot of great applications for this. It's, it's funny looking, you know, seeing the little tracker on as the guy's head. It's it's like, you know, it might be a little art piece, a conversation starter when somebody walks into your living room and looks at the bookshelf, (laughs) but I I don't know. I mean, I have mine mounted. I think you have yours as well, or at least, um, you know, you're using lighthouses or the poles. So I don't know. This isn't something that I I think I'd, I would personally use, but I'm sure there are others out there that could potentially do. Yep. Well, rating weird. So I guess we're not the only ones who thought that that was not as uh, wonderful as the others. All right. This next one from Sandra Cohen, number six. I like this one a lot. It's an immersive floor. This one looks really, really cool. It does. Well, Ronnie, you want to describe a little bit? Yeah, sure. So, I mean, based on the the picture and kind of the description, it's essentially uh, like floor mats. You can you can kind of mix and match different types of mat. It, you know, based on the the picture, I don't think I think the the different squares are mainly there just so that you can shape size it to the room that you're using. So you would probably you know in a in in a best case scenario, you would try to match your play area with these mats. So you would, you would take these mats, connect them together, fill your play area with the mats. And then it sounds, it sounds like the mats are, it says they're electrically charged modular mats that will change shape based on the surface you're walking on in the game. So essentially, I mean, I think this, if, if it was done well, it would be really immersive because now you can actually change the feel of the ground to try to mimic the types of, of, of surfaces that you're walking on in the game. So if you could imagine, you know, you're, I don't know, on concrete and you walk into uh, a grass field in a VR experience for this mat to actually be able to tell where you were walking and slightly, you know, change its, its feel to kind of match you know, going up and down different ledges, that kind of thing. Like, I mean, it, I mean, it's still going to be relatively minor. It's, there's still mats. That's not like, but, but it, I think even a little bit of, uh, feedback on what you're walking on could actually make a big difference. So, yeah, I think this is actually a very cool idea. I, like you were saying, anything that enhances the experience and makes it more immersive. I mean, n- all the of all the terrains that you're going to uh, experience in VR, whether it's gaming or something else, they're not all going to feel like your carpet, or they're not all going to feel like your hardwood floors. So it it'll be cool to have uh, something that responds to what you know, whatever it is that you're in, whether uh, if you're traversing through fields, whether you're traversing through you know rocky roads, or just whatever whatever the case might be, it would be really cool to have uh, something like this that automatically creates the floor. Um, floor model in which you can walk on, you know, yeah, as you of, traverse through the game. Out of all of these, uh, out of all of these accessory ideas that are on this list, I think if this one actually worked the way the blurb describes it, I think this is by far the coolest one. Yeah, agreed. Well, I got a rating of weird and wonderful. I'm I'm inclined to agree with that. All right. Well, we're be- we're down to the last one, number seven. I don't even know. I'm not gonna even take this one seriously, but it's the, uh, from, from Kai <laughs> yeah, as, Bear. I, as I scrolled, <laughs> as I scrolled down to see this, I was like, uh, 
I don't know about this. From Kai Bear, it's the analogous cup and ball for the HTC Vive controller. So I, I guess if your Vive ever conks out on you and all you have are the physical controllers, you can attach a little ball and string to it. And I guess that's what they made the, uh, the little circle in between the controllers for, right? Yeah, the, the donut finally has a, a purpose. Well, at least they're, they're giving it a purpose now with this success. So. <laughs> all right. Well, that is all seven that are on the Upload VR article. We'll make sure we uh, link that in the show notes. But yeah, the, the, the main point of this episode was to let you guys know if you have any cool ideas for accessories for the Vive, definitely make sure you try and, uh, and upload your ideas there because, you know, who doesn't want uh, a free HTC Vive? And if you have one already, give one away as a friend or set one up in the next room. Like, Give one to me. Uh, there you go. Give one to Ronnie. Ronnie could always use as an extra one. So, <laughs> I'll, I'll um, use the lighthouses. No, put put four in my room. That's, that's pretty cool. Uh, we'll have like some four-dimensional VR experiences <laughs> then. Yeah. So October 30th is the deadline. And yeah, make sure you guys check it out. Viveport community forum. So go there. And yeah, I think that's all we got for today. I would like to make one quick mention. We have been receiving some awesome feedback from you guys uh, via email. And so... Um, if you have any questions, or I'm sorry, we've been receiving just communications from you guys via email. If you have any questions and if you'd like to actually be on the podcast, uh, we'd be open to you guys sending audio versions of your questions and you could just, uh, you know, record it through your phone or whatever until we figure something else out. But if you send us an audio format of your question, we'd love to post it on, uh, I'm not, I'm sorry, not post it. We'd love to air it uh, in the, you know, we'll have maybe like a Q&A or something. What do you think, Ronnie? Yeah, I think that'd be a great idea. Yeah. It'd be a lot of fun to hear from. I I like hearing from you guys, whether it's in an email, whatever. It'd be it'd be actually really cool if we could share your questions live, or not live, but you know, on the podcast. Yeah, on the and podcast, and then be able to to talk about the subject matter and that kind of thing. Exactly. You guys can because tell us. The the thing is, the questions we've gotten are you know stuff that could apply to uh, to everybody. So. You know, if if it's something that we feel is helpful that anybody or everybody who is uh, following the HTC Vive can benefit from, we'd love to be able to post or to, I keep saying post it. We'd love to be able to broadcast it on the episode and then give our thoughts. Uh, yeah, and if that. and if you're and if you're uploading something, I mean, you're probably if you're gonna email us your question in a recorded format. I mean, if in the the email that you're sending the the recording in, if you could just let us know. You know, we'd like to be on the air or something like that. I mean, it'd be helpful to to kind of know what your thoughts are, and then we can go from there. Hopefully, we'll kind of get all the kinks ironed out so that we can so we can start responding to all those questions. And maybe if we have enough questions, we could even have you know one of these uh, weekly podcasts. You know, kind of take more of those questions in detail. I don't know. Well, yeah, we'll have to definitely. see. Well, we'll, once once we start getting the feedback, we'll kind of Zane and I will kind of look over everything and figure out what the best way is going forward. But yeah, we'll we'll gauge the interest, see see what you guys are saying. I mean, for everybody who has emailed us so uh, so far, we are getting back to your emails. Uh, so please be patient, but we will respond very shortly. And for anybody with questions in the future, just wanted to give you an option of uh, potentially getting on the air with us um, through the audio recording. So. Thanks again for tuning in, guys. Uh, uh, one more time, we are on iTunes, and we are actually up on Stitcher as well. So if, if you could leave us a review, let us know how we're doing. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, thanks again, and we hope you enjoy the rest of your week. Take care and have a good one. Bye.